Masseter. <laughs> what is it? It's your jaw muscle. It is. Did you know? Well, you do. <laughs> Try me anyway. <laughs> Did all of you know it is the strongest muscle in the body based on its weight? I think we talked. That's what we talked yeah. about last week, isn't it? Yeah. Well, kind of. Yeah. yeah. We, we were like, I think it's. A, mm. um, did you know that the molars, like that, where that force is, mm. can uh, close the same force as 90 kilos? That's pretty cool. 90 kilograms you could crush between your teeth. That's a lot. It's a big, I don't know, what would you chew? That's hard. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. For a little little tiny muscle. Yeah, that's very cool. Masseter. Is that how you say it? Mm. Masseter. It is. Masseter. No, just <laughs> masseter. Masseter's fine. <laughs> All right, well, I didn't know that muscle before this morning, so I got smarter. Well done. Thanks, babes. How are you? Great. How are you today? I'm good. Okay. How's your week? Short week. I feel like we're going to yeah. die when we have to go back to a full week. Yeah, this happens every year, yeah. right? Around this time. I just don't understand. Well, I do, do understand. It's because of where they fall. But so many public holidays smush together. Yeah. And then it's like, bam, nothing till October, bitches. Yeah. Suck it. Yeah. So, so we've had four. It'll be the third or four, fourth week of short week here in Australia, in Queensland. We have like Easter and then the next week is the other end of Easter and then Anzac Day. And then this week coming up is... Labor Day. Labor Day. Which I don't really know what we're celebrating for. I did look it up. It's something to do with... Oh, yes, I did. Um, it is a celebration of... It was like when we first got an eight-hour work day. So we're taking it off to celebrate it. I think so. Something yeah, right. to do with that. That's weird. Mm. I don't understand why we celebrate that. And then... You know how the Queen's dead now? Yes. She is. <laughs> What's happening this year? Was that last year that she died? Yeah. Uh, what no, happened? this year. Oh, it was this year? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was. So what happens now? I have no idea. Like, because we had a public holiday. No, did we? I can't Queen's remember. birthday. Yeah, it's in October. No, sorry, the death. Do we, now do uh, we have the day off for her death and her birthday? No, nah, I doubt it. I think they'll change it to the king's. It'll be called the king's birthday now, I Oh, guess. so now the date will change and it'll be the king's birthday. Yeah, well, they changed the date anyway. It was usually in June. I'm pretty sure. And then they moved it to October or something. For some reason. For some reason. And then old mate will get his coronation soon and maybe it'll change. Oh, so he's not in yet. Like in, but not like officially. Yeah. They need to spend the millions of dollars doing the things first. Makes sense. Um, I think that happens soon. And then maybe they'll change it after that. Maybe. I have no idea. And then will we get another one if his birthday is later this year? Do we get a king's birthday and a queen's birthday in the same year? Who knows? Well, I feel like they won't. Yeah, I don't know. Stay tuned. Yeah, we'll talk about it when it happens. It's very <laughs> All important the pressing yeah. today. <laughs> Public holidays. Uh, I don't yeah. like them. Do you like them? Um, no. I was saying to someone the other day, when you like, I like I work for you, but I essentially have my own business, like my own clientele and stuff that I look after. When you have when you run in a situation like that, you have a day off, which means you just have to smush more stuff into less days. So it makes the rest of the week big mm. to get that day off. I'd prefer to spread it out, Yeah, I think. And I like my normal week. Yeah. I just, and I understand that some people have normal nine to five jobs and yeah. don't really like them that much. So I get it. But then but, it just yeah. creates probably more work for them as well that they have to when smush into. When I was into. in physio land, it was, it was great. excellent. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. And great. especially, I guess, when it falls on a Monday because people go out on mm. Sundays mm. and The good old days. <laughs> <laughs> Not no more, bitch. No more. Get to work. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right, what are we uh, talking about today that's not to do with public holidays, <laughs> Candice? Um, we're going to talk a little bit about getting strong. Strong. I think um, CrossFit is a strength and conditioning program. I don't like the word program. What and you also you it? just said think. I think CrossFit is a strength. Did I say that? Yeah, I think you said. I'm pretty sure you said well, I, I think. I'm going to have to listen back. That's. I don't think it is. It is. It is. <laughs> don't think i was like why'd you say i think that was <laughs> I weird i didn't know that even came out of my mouth that's Sorry. very funny some soft talk for you sarah crossfit is is <laughs> a strength and conditioning program i don't like the way program it is a pro I, uh, methodology yeah let's go with that with a, it's a method yeah <laughs> um wow we're off to a good start well. <laughs> and i think people get a little bit lost along the way like we rarely well a couple of times a week we'll do a strength day but strength training in crossfit sometimes looks a little bit different to how it looks let's say in like bodybuilding land or globo gym land um so i want to talk a little bit about that and how it works and what yeah. we want people to do and how we want people to attack it and what yeah. it means and all that sort of stuff um what Firstly, do, you- do you think i've got a question for you do you think people can get stronger by doing crossfit absolutely yes mm-hmm I did, I mean, I was a lot younger and less experienced, but I did the Globo Gym stuff for, that was counting me on my fingers, <laughs> about six years before CrossFit. Yeah. And I reckon within the first two years of doing CrossFit, I was stronger than yeah. what I was doing the normal gym stuff. Um, Why do you think that is? I d- well, I don't. Oh, no, I was trying to get stronger. I was. I was going to say I was probably just hitting more of that like high rep, more exercises per muscle group. Toning. Oh, it's just <laughs> doing some toning. Um, all of that sort of stuff. But I remember I had like I remember I've still got the video that pops up every year on Facebook of me getting my 100 kilo deadlift. Yeah. Yeah. When I was a little baby. So I was definitely trying to get stronger. But I think, yeah, I don't know. I think um, probably just when you do like the normal gym stuff, you hit so many different exercises in that one day for that one muscle group that you don't really, oh, I, yeah, I don't know, just too much mm. maybe, just mm. too, because I'm even thinking like I used to do dumbbell bench and I used to love it and I, all I would want to do to get was to get to that top row of the dumbbells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I didn't want to be on the the low row. I think it ended at 12.5 kilos. So to be on the top row was like 15 kilos and above. Yeah. And I just wanted to be able to get um, weight on those. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah, I I think maybe just um, maybe it was a bit of the environment stuff. So like there wasn't many girls doing what I was doing. Um, I think it was probably definitely, I think, back then training for aesthetics more yes, than for big time. actual strength like i wanted to be stronger but also you didn't do less than like eight reps yeah ever yeah you always like yeah we know in strength like the three to fives is mm-hmm. you know but um yeah back then yeah i definitely didn't do less than eight reps it was probably like the eight to twelves so was pretty common mm-hmm. and so traditionally strength training if you go back and read any of the 
I don't know, old like muscle physiology kind of books. Like you said, you'd be lifting a weight somewhere between like three to five, two to six, like depending on where you read, that's how many reps you would do of a lift. And then you'd rest a really long time and repeat that a couple of times. That's how you got strong. We very, very, very rarely do that in CrossFit. So how do we get, like, why does it work, do you think? Mm. I think, and I was just thinking back to that original question that caught me off guard, but. Sorry. No, it's <laughs> Surprise. <was> good. Surprise. <laughs> um, I think the other thing is definitely intensity. Yes. I learned how to work hard when I did CrossFit. I thought I was working hard, but I think I learned how to work hard when once I started CrossFit. And when you're doing a heavy day in CrossFit, you've got one movement to do for that whole hour. So you do lots and lots of drills on it, lots of warming up to get there. The warm up, you're sweaty after that. And then that's the thing that that's all your focus goes into that, that one lift. So mm. yeah, I think it's a little bit different. Yeah, I agree. And I think people who, um, we'll kind of loop back to this towards the end, I think, but people who struggle to feel like they're getting stronger while doing CrossFit probably aren't hitting the intensity that we're looking for like in the intensity yeah yeah and 100%. I th- your body um you get stronger by progressively overloading things so let's say this week you do i don't know a back squat at 50 kilos for six reps to progressively overload that we need to do either more weight more reps or more volume or a combination of those three things and we often see i don't know if it's a female thing but obviously that's what we see here people get stuck on a weight they'll be like oh it's power cleans i'm gonna do 30 kilos and that's the only weight they'll ever touch for power cleans regardless of how many reps or sets or whatever is in the workout and i feel like that's where people get really stuck Mm. because they're not ever overloading overloading. and i think yeah if you are listening to this right now and on a heavy day you know the number that you're aiming for you're doing it wrong yes because that number should be changing and it should be and it's always going to be based on feel as well mm-hmm. like the other um issue i have sometimes with the way that we uh, not not that we do it here but percentage work i think in crossfit is really um not very accurate and particularly for a beginner person your 1rm is not your 1rm you and when we say beginner like anything less than 2 years really yeah, let's yeah, be real absolutely um just because you back squatted 50 kilos last week, I can guarantee that's not your 1RM because you don't have the the mental fortitude yet to know how to push to failure. So you can't always use percentages as a guide either. It has to be on feel. Mm. And because of that, like you said, if you have a number set in your mind, it's wrong. Mm. I can guarantee you it's wrong. You don't know what you're capable of yet. And, our, and I would say, again, our market, females, majority, not all of them but majority young mums if you get up in the middle of the night that's going to change the how you feel the next morning for your lifting so your percentage is off if you <laughs> had margaritas at lunchtime the day before <laughs> with your girlfriends that's going to change it <laughs> if you're more stressed um, because you've had to work harder that's going to change it depending on where you are in your cycle if you get very hormonal symptoms that's going to change it like there's going to be so many variables so i i'm not a huge fan of percentage Unless you've been doing it for a really long time, you train very consistently and your life is very consistent. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like like I've only just started using percentages this last year with weightlifting because before that, it's I didn't know. Like I didn't do enough of one thing to know what, yeah. that, was, what that even was. So I think you have to kind of go by feel every session. Mm. And if we say to you, you're testing a new 1RM today, 
you should be pushing to almost failure. Like it should be going that far. Yeah. And you probably will. And it's okay if you do fail a couple of times, if that's what we're looking for. So you actually know where that Mm. end is, if that's what we want, that 1RM. Yeah. And I think people get quite scared of pushing to that Mm. point. Do you think it's like a fear of hurting themselves? I don't know because I I was never worried, Mm. but it could be a fear of... So, yeah, if you have the answer for this, if you're one of these people, let us know because I was never like this, but... Could be a fear of hurting themselves. Could be fear of making a fool of themselves in front of other yeah. people by failing the rep. To me, that does not look foolish at no, all. No, you're bad. If you yeah. can push that far, like fucking good on you. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, look silly at all. Um, just making me think to my power cleans on Wednesday when I fail, and I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake! Like, <laughs> not. Yeah, it's not a failure if you can push push hard. Um, yeah, it could just be. Like not even to anyone else. Like they might be scared of failing to themselves because yeah. then that's losing to themselves yeah. if they push beyond that maybe. Don't yeah, know. interesting. But yeah, sometimes that's the only way to know where you're truly at. Yeah. And that's like that's important I think. And um, being able to come back and lift after you failed is also super important. So mm. I think if you're someone who's scared of that, I'd love to know. Absolutely. Have a think about it. And on that subject, before we move on with – working hard and talking about intensity with strength training. I think it's also important to note that if you are in that beginner stage, definitely within the first six months, the intensity might be more in your brain than in your body. So we're not talking about working at your absolute hardest that your body can do because sometimes we have to nail the technical side of it first, especially if it's more of the, um, technical lifts like the ollie lifts so we might get you to work really hard on the movement and doing more reps rather than killing yourself with the weight and Mm -hmm. then moving like shit Mm -hmm. so that's i think important to note that sometimes the intensity is it with your body sometimes the intensity is focused with your brain 100 percent, and that's like we've talked about this before on here relative intensity your 100 percent might be that for that day it might be that you're working on one specific part of the lift and we don't want you to load up more because then that will go to shit Absolutely. that could be your 100% versus old mate in the corner I can't use shaz anymore because we have a shaz oh, now that's so funny. we need to come up with another name yeah we can't say Sharon anymore somebody else shit. in the corner who's Cheryl Cheryl is lifting 20 kilos more than you, but that's her 100%. So you guys are working at the same intensity, but it's very individualized. Um, So I think that's super important to remember as well. Um, Do you think, like speaking of strength training, obviously we do CrossFit, then that CrossFit is the best way to get strong? If that was your only goal, is to get as strong as you possibly can, then no, I don't think so. I agree. I think um, if overall health and a well-balanced fitness is your goal, then yes. Um, But no, I don't think it's the best way to get strong. I agree. I agree. And so people who then say that CrossFit's not giving them, they're not getting strong enough, I think – forget that this is supposed to be well-rounded you're going to get strong at the same time that you're getting fit and you're getting better with your agility and your balance and your coordination and those 10 10 physical skills but you're not just getting strong by itself so because of that your strength strength is going to be a little bit slower yeah. because all those other things are also a factor especially if 
if you came in like me and had uh, more of the gym weights background, your strength may go down and up and then down and mm. then up and then down and then up. Like my one around back squat is probably, oh, I mean, 20 kilos is a lot. That's 20% difference, but it's probably around a 20 kilo difference from when I first started 11 years ago. Mm. Like that's not, doesn't sound like it a doesn't lot. sound like that much, but it's the other stuff that I didn't have at all that has come a long way. So I think people, if they were to like, have like a pie chart of all of their um like if you were just to put strength gymnastics and cardio like metabolic conditioning in that and then like figure out the weakest points you know if strength is your highest currently where you're the best then that's probably not the hugest priority Mm -hmm. over the other things anyway and it may it may not shift that much yeah because essentially we want if we had that pie chart we would want everything to be equal. Yeah. We'd want you to be like a nice circle. as good at cardio as you are at strength, yeah. as you are at gymnastics. Yeah. Um, that's, you know, pretty much impossible. You know, all of us have a strength and a weakness, yeah. but we should be working to make that as even as we can yep. um, over time. And so because of that, your strength is not going to be going through the roof the same as it would be if you yep. were just doing like powerlifting, for example. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Why do you think, um, and particularly we see this in our gym because it's all women, why do you think that some people struggle with strength more than others? Like we definitely see from a coaching perspective, some women come in and just get strong really quickly Mm. and others who have struggled, like that's always been their struggle. What do you think the factors are that kind of determine that? I think the... Biggest one is not understanding how heavy things should feel yeah. and that they can still like when people feel like something's heavy, like let's, let's stick to the back squat. If you go down and then on the way up, you struggle a little bit. Then they're like, yep, that's me. Yeah. It's like, no, keep going, <laughs> keep going. You've <laughs> got to like that, talking about that progressive overload again. Like if your body can do that, it only has like a tiny struggle then it doesn't have to fight to get stronger. It doesn't have to get any better. So why like, why would, you know, if you're not constantly challenging it, it's not going to grow and get mm-hmm. bigger and stronger. Not bigger, don't stress everyone. You're not going to get huge, I promise. Uh, I'm still trying. <laughs> um, but I think that's a factor is people basically, you, they don't know how to work hard enough. Um, I think a factor is... Um, nutrition Mm -hmm. I just think a lot of people don't fuel themselves enough and then they just have nothing in the tank to give Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah maybe just life factors yeah stress lack of sleep all that sort of stuff yeah I think I agree with all of that I think um, the first one is probably the point I was trying to make is if you're not getting stronger if you feel like you're not making progress or if you're someone who's like ongoing struggle has been their strength training you're probably not working yeah you just to your capacity yeah. yet yeah um, and filming helps like oh so much because you feel think, like you're stuck in a yeah. lift and then you look at it and you're like that I was fine. looks so yeah. easy it's yeah it's mind-blowing yeah like 
I yeah, not long ago filmed a set of front squats. I felt like it took me five seconds to get out of this. this so it was one literally sp- like one little millisecond yeah. of a stick, and then yeah. you're up. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it's yeah, filming is a good which more girls are doing. I've noticed. Yeah, I don't know if it's just for the gram or for the, to <laughs> actually look works, at their technique, <laughs> <laughs> or if it's for their technique, and then they're like, "That looks fucking good. I'll it's going on that. the gram." <laughs> um, but yes, filming definitely helps. I feel. Yeah, and I'd recommend filming everything in like if and it's in a strength session. Obviously, you're not going to be like getting in people's way to be like, "Well, you get out of my shot." Yeah, if it's in the middle of a workout. But we've had a couple of big strength days the last couple of weeks, and yeah, filming stuff makes such a big difference. Mm. Yep. And I did it this morning. I was I've started the back squatting again, which is awesome. But you um you get I get stuck, and I'm like, "Fuck, this is too heavy. Like, it's not good for my back." And then you look at it, and you're like there was literally no sticking point at all, you know? So I think But it feels like when you're underneath it, it feels like so slow. It's like an eternity yep. to get up. Yeah. So I feel like people just aren't, and they just don't know how to, I guess, don't yep. know how to push to that point. Yep. And yeah, we, you know, we guide and talk about it and give them feedback throughout, but they've got to want to want to work hard as yep. well. And sometimes that comes with time, um, like after a year or two then they're like oh this is cool I mm, can push I myself can a this. little harder yeah um and go to failure um but yeah I think it's yeah you just you gotta feel like you at the end of a strength session you gotta feel like you gave it your all yeah to work and you don't want to ever walk away being like I could have or I should have done more than that yeah. unless we tell you to, yes. like at the start of that session like if it's you know reps of seven it's a little bit of a different feel um, then build into a one RM. Yeah. And I think, uh, we did a workout, I think it was last week with the backs. It was like 20 back squats into a run. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. Yes. 20 back squats. Yeah. In 800 run air squats. And it was like front squats at the end with the yep. same weight. And then the run and then the F. Yep. Yeah. And there were so many girls who did those back squats unbroken at a weight that they didn't want to do. Yeah. Like to me, I'm like, cool you're never going less than that way to get you know yeah. that if you do that for 20 reps yep. your one rm is nowhere near what you think it is yep. like you've just blown that out of the park and yeah and this is what i mean about like always having that weight and that that could be dumbbells it's like i get the eights yeah i get the we tens. Do snatches i do 10 like no because every workout is so different like off topic of strength but like every single day you come in the rep scheme is going to be different. It's paired with different movements. Sometimes it's on its own. Sometimes it's with something that affects it directly. Other times there's no, you know, like there's so many different variations. So you do not have a weight yeah. on anything. And if you come into a session being like, I'm going to use this, no. Yeah. Warm up, see how it feels, do the practice round. That's your best indication. Yeah. And then go from there. Don't get stuck in that because that's when you're going to get stuck with your progress. Yeah. And yeah, warm up then do the practice mm-hmm. round. So many people get caught off guard by how heavy things feel in a warm-up but round. But it's supposed to. It feels yes. like that for everyone. Yeah. And then they go, oh, that's too heavy. Yeah. It's like, no, just – I even it, did it this give morning. Give it a minute. With, give it a sec. With the dumbbells. Like, it's like maybe I should stick with these. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then I was completely fine yeah. in the workout. So, yeah. But you need to know, like – and learn from it. Like, learn from, like you said, with the back squat weight. Like, people now know, I can do that for 20 – 
if we're doing a five by five, which is a total of 25 reps with lots of rest in between. You ain't doing that weight, girl. That weight <laughs> is a warm up to get to your starting weight. Yes. Like that weight you did, that, like, yeah, think very, um, like use it, yeah. use it like as, use the, the last session you did as a tool to grow from that, you know? And that's why I think. Do math. Yeah, do math. <laughs> think leaving yourself like recording everything in sugar water is super important yeah um if you're not doing that every session you're missing out on gains yep. and then leaving yourself notes as well doesn't have to be a fucking novel like i don't mm. need to know you know it's, it's what you ate for breakfast and like what happened on the weekend for that workout. <laughs> but it should be that you look back on your back squat that we did two weeks ago and you noted that the fourth set was the only set that felt challenging mm-hmm. and you go oh shit okay i need to go heavier today mm-hmm. like that's what your notes are for yeah and you should be recording all of that kind of information yep so then when you click on back squats it'll come up with a record of every single time you've back squatted how many of the reps were how much the reps were the weight you used all of that kind of stuff mm-hmm. so you'll have an idea of what to do yeah and then even then you're still not going okay cool i'm gonna do 60 yes you're thinking you're thinking maybe 60 is about right but you're going to use your warm-up and your practice sets to make sure that 60 is right yeah 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 and i think that i'm just ranting now um keep going (laughs) the other thing that i feel like prevents people from progressing is their working set so let's say we're doing five by five back squat we use that as an example um their weights there's too much of a spread through their weights yes so they they finish their last set of five at 50 and they make all of the lifts but when we look back at the numbers they actually started on 30 so they've gone like 30 35 40 45 50 first set too light that's a that's not a work set yeah if you can do your last set under fatigue at 50 all of your sets should have been 50 plus yep you should not have to make that many jumps. Like I'd prefer to see people using the same heavy weight or making tiny little increments along the way. And that's what we're talking about with the, like for your body to adapt and overcome, you have to put it under stress. And that stress can't be one set of five. Yes, it's not enough stress. It's not enough. You need to, so when we're talking about that overload, you need to do several, several, several sets at that load and they should just the yeah, one they should all feel like working sets. and this is why let's fucking keep ranting. i'm ranting now and this is why i get, get mad about one up. rms because yes. and people's need to feel like they have to do a one rm because it doesn't make you stronger like one rms those sessions those are tests they do not make you stronger so when you build to a one rm you build and there's like it's a test to see where you're currently at then you probably get a little bit weaker after that day yeah the sessions that make you the best and the strongest are the ones that are challenging, but you can hold on to solid form um, and you don't think you could like stick into back squat after like you're doing a five by five back squat. That fifth rep of every single set of those five, you're like, fuck, I need a spotter. I'm like, like nodding my head so much. Like, yeah, yes. I need someone maybe just to stand next to me or behind me or whatever yeah. just to be able to be there if i if i can't stand it up yeah that's what's gonna make you stronger not doing a one rm yep rant over rant over yes yes yeah it's people love one rm they do and i don't fucking stresses me out yeah i i don't love them we don't do them very often thank god thank god thank cap um thank the cap god oh, you're pulling my head get off oh, me sorry. <laughs> um every week no one can see what's happening right now 
my headphone cord is always very close to me and every week she like sits on it and pulls my head I get whiplash every (laughs) week it's the first time you've been vocal about it I've been I was very aggressive that one get off what I think you were talking about whatever we were just talking about it's like get off you oh shit what are we talking about yeah one rm testing we don't do it all that often um that's what i said i said yeah thank the cap gods thank you're like get off me <laughs> didn't know the cap gods were on you mate because yeah i and i don't think it's a great indication of where you're at for you know unless you've been training for a really long time and you're having the best day of your life and it's just not a good indication i yeah. don't think i think yeah people just and i don't know why they love it they love to get that new number mm. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It, doesn't matter. <laughs> it, it really doesn't. No. I like I. If I was to choose, if we were to, if I had to choose, this is a good question for okay. you, just for you and me. Not a good question today, because <laughs> we know what everyone would say. Um, if you could only choose to do a five RM, a three RM, or a one RM for the rest of your life, you only allowed to choose one. Which one? Are we squatting? Everything. Oh yeah. Okay. Every single so strength test. You only um, get to do five, three, or one. I'd go fives. You'd go fives? Yeah. Those yeah. are fives. Definitely not ones. Yeah, I'd go th- I think I'd go three. Yeah. Fives is the cardio. <laughs> a lot of work. But yeah, you'd never do the one, right? No. Because you, you, you know based off your five and your three what your one would be. Around about. Yeah. Around about. Yeah. So yeah, the five and the threes to get there, that session, you're probably going to get a little bit stronger. Mm. So you don't need, you don't need it. Yeah. And just talking like weightlifting like very rarely do we do a one like never really I can't even remember the last time I maxed anything out um except for competition and that's probably not even a true max out anyway because there's so many other factors involved but like it's just not relevant and it's not important not at all and um I love that weightlifters also like I don't love but I think it's great that you can which is probably a good move on to our next topic but you guys pretty much never deadlift. You do like no. clean pulls, snatch pulls. Um, but if you were to test your deadlift, it would be stronger. Yeah. Because you don't just have to do the thing to get stronger at the thing. This is a good segue. Segue. Go. Did you like that? Yeah, I did. <sighs> you And I think what you're putting down <laughs> is Picking it up. that the, another reason people get strong doing CrossFit, even though it's not uh, the strength training protocols that we'd see like in the science stuff is that we have so much transfer of movement so your back squat getting better if we looked at that over time and it was getting better we can probably assume that your deadlift is getting a little bit better your cleans your power snatches like everything is kind of tracking in the same direction and people forget like and to go back to before i did crossfit why am i stronger now like i wouldn't have done the reps that i do now like yeah you'd never do 20 back squats and then go and do some stuff and come back and do another 20 yeah and like if you were just to look at that session that was a um that was a wad it was like a you know more of a metcon Mm. than um a strength session but that stuff makes you stronger as well and that's going to contribute to your one rm five rm three rms all of that stuff so if you were to look at how how many squats i do over the week now compared to back before crossfit even though those squats aren't all with a barbell, some of them with dumbbells, some of them with kettlebells, some of them with something over my head, like mm. they're all different. It's still a squat. Still a squat. And I think technique is another huge factor yep. um, as to why CrossFitters get stronger 
like you said, you're doing so many different variations of a squat, but to be able to do all of them well, you need to be moving well. Yeah. And the better you move, the more efficient your movement's going to be, the easier it is to shift load. Yep. And so I think like everything, and that's why we harp on about it all the time. From the second you step in this door to the second you leave, do everything with perfection because that is going to carry over to everything else you do in the gym. Aim for perfection. You're never going to be perfect, yeah. but aim for it. And if we tell, like if we give you... I say this often in my goal reviews with the members. If a coach gives you individually a specific cue, that is liquid gold. Mm. Take it, listen, apply it, check in with the coach. Are you doing it better? Because that cue, that one is just for you. Whatever that is, that is what's going to make you better. Yeah, I agree. And stronger. Um, But yeah, that transfer of... um, like yeah transfer from one movement to another that's another reason why we get stronger in crossfit yeah so we're just getting exposed to the movement pattern or the position so many times through a week without you even realizing probably and while we're here i think about it every time we teach so many rants today um we had that like power clean strength day Mm. not like i don't know why i threw in a like to hear that (laughs) like you think we had like (laughs) a power clean strength day (sighs) this week um and it was five threes and ones. We were working up towards getting a new 1RM, um, hopefully. And I was thinking about it before the class because there's so much in terms of drills mm. to get there. And I wonder, often I want, I try to stay really, as a coach, I try to be really engaging and keep people engaged with that sort of stuff. Because um, I know when I was young and when I first started CrossFit, we'd go, go through all these drills i'd just be so bored um but they're so important those drills they are everything and it's i don't know if anyone thinks about it like this but i try to explain it but i i get pretty excited when i get to teach early lifting so i probably just start ranting at people but um all of those drills that power clean day for example they're all broken down pieces of the clean so the reason we're teaching them we teach them in a progression. I'm sure you've noticed we start often with like a muscle clean. So that's teaching you one portion of the clean and then we'll move to the pulling from the ground and then we'll go to a power. Like all of those things smooshed together is the movement. And so getting better at the sections of those things is what's going to help that whole movement get better. Even when we get you to hold a set position. So when we're like, okay, set up mid shin, hold, holding that position that is going to make you stronger and better. Yeah, just That's, the ability to stay there, know what it feels like, get the muscle endurance, get the brain thinking about it. Like all of those things are going to help you get stronger because you're going to be moving in better positions. And it shouldn't like it shouldn't feel when we're doing those warm ups. It shouldn't feel easy. Like when you're in that set position, you should be picturing yourself setting up on the floor with your one RM. Yeah. It shouldn't be here I am with a barbell. We're we fucking I doing this really, again. Yeah, like you need to be focused and and thinking about that lift as it progresses. Like yeah. and not just the not just the deadlift or not just the setup. Like you're thinking about that entire clean. I think that's really important as well. I agree. I agree. Very much on the same page, aren't we? We are. I think that's my ranting done. Oh uh, you didn't talk about um shit. <laughs> what <laughs> uh 
we talked about relative intensity, but we didn't talk about relative strength. I think you wanted to talk about relative uh, strength. Oh, yeah. Um, so there's a couple of different types of strength that we talk about. Oh, and yes, particularly yeah, in yeah. CrossFit, um, we can look at it in a couple of different ways. So we've got what we call absolute strength. And this is think about your slow lifts for this. It's like your bench press, your deadlift, your squat. So it's like how much, how much mass can you move? So it's your absolute strength. And then we have relative strength. And so that is your ability to move mass or yourself compared to your body weight. So someone who has good absolute strength, think about like, what's that really strong guy called the mountain? The really, oh yeah, yeah he's huge. He's he can lift strong huge man. amounts of weight. His he's, maximal strength yeah. is amazing. Um, he's relative strength is probably not as good as you know those tiny little weightlifters that can still clean and jerk like 120 kilos like their body weight is so low but compared to their body weight they're lifting so much weight um they're generally also quite good at gymnastic stuff as well so that's so this another is, type yeah. of strength so the relative strength and this is when we get women who join who want to lose weight we tell them that it's okay if their strength goes backwards. Yes. I think that's really important for people who are on a weight loss journey. Journey. Um, don't be scared to lose strength. Yeah. Because you, if you do CrossFit, you're aiming for health, overall health, and mass moves mass. So if you're a 100-kilo woman now and then you lose 20 kilos and you're pissed because you lost 5 to 10 kilos off your squat – don't be pissed because yeah. you can now do burpees better. Yeah. You can now run better. Like there's so many other things that's going to balance that that chart again that we were talking about before. So, And don't not want to lose weight to, to stay, stay strong. strong. Yeah. I, I, if you see, do CrossFit, yeah. like if you want to be a power lifter, you want to be a weight lifter and you, you want to be sports specific and get really strong, do that. But if you do CrossFit, don't not lose weight to be the strongest in the gym because yeah. that's not that's not a that's not health man because your absolute strength will be great like you can maybe deadlift 150 kilos yeah you're quite heavy then your relative strength is not good because yeah. you can't do a body weight pull up yeah you know and I, yeah i've had chats with people over the years about this and i get it like they've never felt like especially if they've been overweight their whole life they've never felt like they're the best at anything before mm. physically so they want to stay strong they want to be the strongest because that's the best that that they've got right now but you yeah it sucks you got to you got to put the ego aside and aim for the health rather than the this one one part of the fitness yeah i love that and then we have explosive strength and so this is more like Candace. like yeah, <laughs> ollie lifting someone who can do really high box you know those people that just like spring off the ground for box jumps or um, <laughs> who can broad jump really far yeah what were we doing yesterday? It was in the warm-up yesterday. And Kyle. Someone, yeah, yep. So explosive. Yep, so explosive. Um, just those people that look like they can float through the air. Wainy. Wainy, yeah. A huge box jump, like yeah. incredible. Um, and that's, I would say, tell me what you think, mm. but that's, I think different people are born with different abilities and I think, I'm not saying that you can't learn it. We can, def, you can learn it and you can get better at it, but some people are just genetic freaks with that explosive strength especially. Like, yeah. I would say you're oh, – you practice a lot as a kid, I'd say, through Yeah, I think it probably comes from, like, what you were exposed to as, as a well. child. Like I did, yeah. Everything I did was a sprint sport. Yeah. So, like, that's just what I'm good at now. Yeah. Um, 
Who's yeah, but I think genetics is a huge factor as well. It's cricketer. <laughs> <laughs> How long did you play cricket for? Nine years, babes. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. I so thought you'd be I was the next Brett Lee. Hey, I haven't played in a long time. <laughs> I was not a good bowler. Mm. I was a batter. Just a bit of an all-rounder, were you? Maybe if I maybe if I bowled more, like had that little sprint, I'd be better at sprinting now. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I was just being standing a spin there. Bit yeah. <laughs> bit of Shane Warne about you. Now everyone knows I was a cricketer. No embarrassed. <laughs> Don't make me bowl anyone. That's right. I played softball. I think it's equally as bad. Um, and then we've got strength endurance. So that's like that workout we talked about last week. Being able to lift load over a long period of time like the 20 back squats so there's lots of different facets to strength training crossfit doesn't want you to be good at any single one of them we want you to be good at all of them at the same time yeah so you you would you shouldn't if you're a um well-balanced crossfitter you will not be on the top of the leaderboard for any one workout mm. but you will be in the top 10 for everything that's, that's what you should yes. be aiming for is every single workout that comes up you're balanced across the board and we, you know, we talk often about not leaderboarding, but if you're going to leaderboard, do it for the right reasons. Don't just look at your strength day and then and disregard the rest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like figure out what is your worst workout day, why it's your worst one. And then that's where you need to put that's more focus. That's where needs to be, 100%. Oh, yeah, that was good. Oh, that felt good, oh, that felt good for us. <laughs> I don't know if it felt good for you guys, but fuck, I feel good now. Oh, I could talk about this stuff all day. Yeah. It just makes, I don't know, fills me with joy. Yeah, I really, yeah. I think because we're so passionate about it mm. for personal reasons, like we love doing it ourselves, but also it's our job. It's what we do to help people. So I think for women as well, it's just something yeah. that a lot of women, unfortunately, don't get exposed to. Yeah. Um, you know, early in life and then we get to teach them as adults but they have all these preconceived ideas about you know what strength tra- training is and what it should look like and what how hard they should be working and whether it'll make them really bulky and yep. all that kind of stuff yeah I think uh, just to throw this in there on the end I think people underestimate um flexibility and mobility as well uh, for strength. Oh. yeah let's go <laughs> we're not I'm going everybody <laughs> I just think of someone like um, Han when she first started having her background in dance, like so flexible, so mobile, and she can get herself into some excellent positions and not to mention she's got very great body awareness, Mm. except for when she's walking, (laughs) when she's training, great body awareness. So, and I think, yeah, if you, let's stick with the squat, it requires a lot of mobility in even a little bit of flexibility through the ankles, knees, hips, mm-hmm. all of those things. And if if you, if you tight somewhere, it's going to make things so much harder. Yeah, it just makes the movement less efficient, which means you need to spend more of your energy fighting through positions rather than it being a non-factor. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like mobility is super important. So important. And uh, you can get more mobile from just doing the exercise. Yes, absolutely. Like just doing the squats is going to help you get more mobile. But if you, if we're always up you about your um, heels are coming off the ground and we've, we've pointed out it's probably because you've got tight ankles. We put mm. plates under your heels and you move so much better. It's probably your ankle mobility. Um, you probably should spend some time on that. Mm. And that's going to make everything better for you yes it'll be so much easier i promise less injuries when i first started crossfit i couldn't sit in the bottom of a squat yeah and i, I remember you saying that comfortably can now it's, it makes such a big difference yeah. 
such a like something that I don't even have to think about anymore. Yeah. I can like have a conversation down there. Yeah. It's great. Just makes me think of my Christmas challenge. Yeah. <laughs> Had a squat off. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Drunk so, squatting, always a good time. <laughs> if it's something that you struggle with, then you should also put some attention into that. Yeah. I just uh sneaky shout out to Go Wad. Yeah. We both have Go Wad. Yep. Use it most days of the um, week. I don't remember how much it is. It's not much. I think it's like 12 bucks a month or something. Yeah. It's nothing. Hardly anything. Um, I also love them. So it's an app. I love them because they were growing in the CrossFit community. I love when businesses come out of the CrossFit, CrossFit community. So it's an app. You do your own um, stretching, mobility type test. Um, and then you enter all that in. It tells you where you're weakest. And then it gives you personalized flows. You can choose an 8, 15 or 22 minute stretch. I am not sponsored by GoWord. I just realized how ridiculous it sounds, but. But if they want to like yeah, swing they, us. And yeah. Then yeah. Like okay hook us that. up. Um, 8, 15, 22 minute stretch. And it gives you a time. It's just someone telling you what to do and you don't have to think. You don't yeah. have to time yourself. It's just all there. It makes a beeping sound. <laughs> it's excellent. Um, you don't have to think about what stretch to do next. Yeah. So we try to, would you say you do it every day? Uh, not, I'd say like three times a week, definitely. Some yep. days every day, some weeks it's like every second day. But yeah, yep, it's definitely a big part of my training. Yeah, I yep, try to hit it at least the eight minutes at least every day and try to hit the 22 minutes most days. And yeah, makes a big difference. It does. So it really does. If you can afford $12 a week, a month, sorry, get on the and go like, You can do it while you're doing it, like watching telly at Oh yeah, time. that's when or, Jordan and I do it normally. I don't know. It's great. Just pull out stretch mat and yeah. just make that a new habit. Yep. Like, don't sit on the couch. Do something yeah. productive with your time. Yep. That's not strenuous. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Make your family get involved. Mm. Callie just, Callie does it with us and she's like, I don't feel the stretch. <laughs> right. Are you seven? Talk to me when you're 30, bitch. <laughs> cool. Do you have any questions or are we done? Um, I'm, I think I'm done. Guzman and Gomez. Yes, what's your go-to order? Oh, Jesus. Just dropped my microphone. My knees are very dirty. Um, my order is a chicken burrito bowl, brown rice, guac, mm. no sour cream or cheese. Yeah, mine is – I don't love chicken, so it would be one of the red meat options. Why don't you like chicken? I don't know. Is it the thigh? Is it got thigh? I don't, I don't know if it's thigh. It's I don't know. You just don't like the texture, hey? I don't know. It's sweet. Yeah, something about it just doesn't do it for me. Just their chicken? No, chicken in general. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. I love it. You're very fussy. Mm. You don't like tuna either. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> chicken and tuna are staples in my diet. Ew. Tuna's like stringy and dry. You're eating the wrong tuna, dude. No. Olive oil. Yeah. Mm. Get the um, sandwich tuna. They're the big pieces? No, they're the tiny, like the mm. shredded almost tuna. You won't mind. Her no, face tells me she's it. not going to do it. Um, well, <laughs> so yours is what? Beef. Burrito bowl, but some different not chicken option. Um, <laughs> not pork either. You don't like pork don't either. Like pork. Um, no guac though. And I'll pick either cheese or sour cream depending on what I'm feeling. Do you not choose guac because of health or? No, it's just mushy. <laughs> Another texture <laughs> issue. Oh, yeah. Sensitive. <laughs> To noises and textures. She, she looks really uncomfortable <laughs> right now. She's like, everyone knows that I'm a weirdo with texture. Um, and then we also talked about our renovating burritos. Yeah. Um, and then whenever we're working at the gym, so if we're doing something here, we get Guzmoy Gomez, but 
eating like asshole version. Do you say Guzman Y Gomez? Yeah, it's not cool, is it? <laughs> is that what it's called? Yeah. Isn't the Y end? Guzman N Gomez? Well, why do you say GYG then? I don't. What do you call it? I call it Guzzy. <laughs> anyway. I really want to uh, know, but yeah, keep going. We get burritos. Oh, yeah, we get the Cali burrito. It's got chips in it. And then we get chips and on the side. And then we get chips. And then, yeah, it's a great time. It's a good time. Ground beef. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cali burrito. Real sloppy mess. But it's great. It's great. It's, great. it's the best. Anyway, everyone go get some Guzman. Um, what else is going on? Oh, we got the games. I posted about the games yesterday. Mm-hmm. And we've got Bring a Friend this Friday coming. Yes, we do. Next yep. Friday. I'll see you at 6.40. 5.30, bitch. Or don't come back. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see how many checks. No. <laughs> Five thirty or nothing. Kirby made fun of me. You weren't here last Saturday yeah. in front of twenty people. She someone said, um, Oh, what was it? We were talking about Oh, someone said something about the bring a friend, I think, and I think and said what time is it? I said it's all day. Um and then Kirby said something like, Yeah, well if you know Mandy's gonna be here, it's not gonna be the first. If Mandy's <laughs> Yeah, if Mandy will be here, it won't be the 5.30. Mm. And then everyone laughed at me for a long time. Are you okay? No, I was a bit sad. Oh, yeah? And then I yelled at Kirby <laughs> in front of everyone <laughs> several times. But she's still coming back, so yeah, that's good. okay. She's still here. Yeah, she's, I think I said fuck you about three times during the class. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> All right. Now I want to know, is it Guzman Y Gomez or Guzman N Gomez? Do you want me to – okay, let's do a Google. Okay, All right. Been I've, upset, I've upset Candice now. No, I'm just – curious i don't even know how to spell it guzman and go guzman why go <laughs> i just say end but i could be wrong no, i could be wrong i've been saying Pronunciation. it wrong all this time pronunciation does it have the little speaker thing uh-huh ready oh guzman why Gomez. yes it says a y <laughs> w-a-i guzman why Gomez. There you go. There you go. You were right. I was wrong. No. Okay. What does the Y in GYG stand for? Uh, Mark's verb is ever... What? I don't know. Okay. If anyone else knows, just let us know. But we'll stick to Candice was right on that one. Guzman Y Gomez. All right. Have a fabulous day. Goodbye. Bye.